Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I have an awesome guest for you today, Jessica Ortner. She's the producer of The Tapping Solution, and she's going to guide you through a tapping series, and you'll learn what tapping is in the interview if you don't know what it is, that's really going to help you release anxiety, uncertainty, anything that may be coming up for you during this unprecedented time that we're going through. And I want to remind you that Steph and I are continuing to do our free guided breathwork, meditation, and coaching sessions. We have another one. If you're listening when this podcast comes up, we have another one today at 12 p.m. Pacific. They're always free. Our weekend ones are about 90 minutes and we have a little more time for coaching. And then the ones we do during the week are about an hour. When you go to christinehasler.com slash free call, you can get all the info and you can get access to recordings as well. So let me tell you a little bit about Jess. Like I said, she's the producer of The Tapping Solution, the breakthrough documentary film on EFT and Meridian Tapping. She's led more than 3,000 women through her revolutionary weight loss and body confidence online program, and also is the host of The Tapping World Summit, an annual online event that has attracted more than 500,000 attendees from around the world. She's been interviewing experts in the personal development field since 2007, having conducted over 200 broadcast interviews to date. You can follow Jessica at Jessica Ortner. And she also talks about a tapping program that you can access. And you can access that at christinehasler.com slash tapping. So if you want to get into some guided tapping, you want to learn more about tapping, if you found the information today really, really useful, and you want to dive in more, again, just go to christinehasler.com slash tapping, and you'll get a lot of free resources there. So now on to my talk with Jess. Jess, I'm so happy to have you on the show. What a timely time to have it, you on the show. It feels very divine because we scheduled this long before and it just feels like divine that this is the moment that we're talking about stress and anxiety. Yes, yes. And before we get into talking about stress and anxiety, let's just talk about something fun because we yes. need that too. <laughs> and speaking about divine timing, I've known of your name for years because we have mutual friends. I know your brother, like you've been in my sphere, but will you tell the story about actually how you know me? Yes, absolutely. So there was a, a website a long time ago. I don't think it exists anymore. And you you were writing, you did a video and wrote a blog for that website. And I came across this article when I was going through a really brutal breakup. And it was all of these steps to help get over an ex. And I read this and I followed it to a T. Like I was, I, I got an A plus on this assignment. Everything that you said, I did. And it made such a massive impact in my life where so much of that advice I continue to share, the one that sticks in my mind the most that I always refer back to is how you talk about la-la land. You, you break up with someone and it's so easy for you to start fantasizing about what it would be like if you were still together and forgetting the reason that you broke up. And so that's become like a saying I say to my girlfriends, like, don't be in mm. la-la land. And it all originated <laughs> from you. And now I'm, you're interviewing me and I have a baby monitor to my right where my mm. baby's sleeping and I'm mm. happily married. And I feel like I had to create that space. I had to do that process to make room for the man who's just fulfilled me in every way, mm. just the, the most incredible husband. So I'm incredibly grateful to oh, you. Chills. And I, and I love <laughs> that I get to be here. 
Oh, I will. I wanted you to tell that story, not just to, you know, be like, oh, isn't it cool that you read an article? But because there are a lot of people out there who are maybe going through a breakup or are single and think they're alone and maybe kind of in that hopeless, when is it going to happen to me? And you're such an inspirational story of, you know, saying, saying goodbye to one thing, ending one thing and something even better is coming. And I think that's a great thing to keep in mind, not just for relationships, but for all of life, because we are going through a collective expectation hangover together. Mm -hmm. So much is breaking up and breaking down and there could be a baby monitor and a great guy in all of our futures metaphorically. So it's important to keep that in mind. Yes, it is. And when I want to add that, as I was going through all of this, my book had hit the New York Times bestseller list. My career was great. From the outside, I looked like I had everything together and I was really struggling behind the scenes with this breakup. And I think it just shows that even even experts, I'm a stress relief expert. That's what I love to do, but we all need these reminders and we need these, this support. And I think it's important to own that because sometimes we feel so much shame or so much embarrassment that we're just having trouble getting over someone or having trouble moving through something. And the more we talk about it and the more we release the the shame, we can find techniques like you share and, and find our way through it together. I I love that. That's so, so true. So of course I read your bio. You just mentioned you're a stress expert. Can you talk a little bit more about what that means and especially what tapping is? Because I'm sure some people may have heard of it, but other people may be like tap dancing, tap, what do we tap? (laughs) Spinal tap, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. So uh, my passion is teaching this incredibly simple technique called EFT tapping or simply known as tapping. And I'll kind of go back a little bit about how I learned tapping because I wasn't sold on it immediately. I was having a really stressful time. And at that time I was really sick. I had a a bad cold. Um, My eyes were watery. I had a cough. Um, My sinuses just were horrible. And at that time, my uh, brother came to visit me. I was living in a really tiny, dinky apartment. And he's like, you know, I heard about this stress relief technique on the internet. Do you want to give it a try? Did not sell me on it at all. That's like not a good pitch for this. I was like, uh, I don't know. He's like, listen, it looks kind of weird, but you're going to tap on acupressure points while you talk about how you're feeling. And I started to use my fingers and to tap on these points and kind of looking at him, wondering if this was a joke. But then when I really got into it and I started tapping, I noticed that my whole body began to relax and I started to have some clarity. And I looked up at him and I said, I don't want to get better. And he's like, what do you, what do you mean you don't want to get better? And I was like, you know, I have been struggling so much. I feel like I'm working so hard and nothing is going my way. And I just need a break. Now I never decided to get a cold. I wasn't faking it. It was very real. But in that moment, it taught me that when you don't know how to say no, when you don't know how to take care of yourself, sometimes your body speaks out for you. Maybe it's getting sick or having a back pain or having migraines. Stress really impacts us and we feel stress in physical ways. And that was a wake-up call for me. And I I kept tapping and I ended up having this huge release where I was able to take a deep breath in and I was able to clear my sinuses. And I felt like a physical weight was lifted off of my chest. And 
you know, sometimes in life we have those amazing moments where we have breakthroughs, but then we just get busy again and we think, well, maybe it's just a fluke. You know, maybe it was just that one time. And again, we just got get caught up in our habits and our patterns. And it wasn't until months later when I was having a difficult time, well, this was another breakup. Um, and I remember tapping and again, feeling physical relief and realizing how much that's what I needed when I was so stressed. And from there, I became passionate about this technique. We ended up creating a documentary film. We put $50,000 on credit cards. We had no idea how to make a film. We just figured it out and slowly built this company where now it's the tapping solution. I work with my two older brothers and we have online events that have been intended by over a million people and an incredible app that we can talk about in a little bit. And it all started just from my own experience, because I feel stress so deeply in my body that for me to have something that uses the body is incredibly powerful. So with that, let me answer your question, which is... Well, hold well, on. Pause, pause for yeah. one second, because I just want to highlight a few of the things that you said. Stress, our body does give us alarm systems when we're stressed. Even when we don't know we're stressed, sometimes the body will just be like, hey, mm-hmm. um, you're just going to bust your knee or like you said, get a cold. And because we just can't go anymore. And I, I love what you said about, I feel stress in my body because a lot of my listeners are empaths. A lot of my listeners are highly sensitive feelers and, you know, they're also thinkers, overachievers. So often they can try to plow through stress by just keeping busy, but often it's our body that catches up with us. So Everybody really, really, I want to just underscore what Jess is saying here. You will feel stress in your body. Even if you don't notice it right away, your body will give you signals. So oftentimes when you're looking for the root cause of physical illnesses or injuries or disease, you can track it back to stress, which is why it's so, so important to have techniques that actually, because we can't stop stress in life. Mm -hmm. Stress is going to happen. Even when we're all quarantine. There's stress. There's there's stress in the world that's happening. So we can't avoid it, but we need better ways to manage it. And that's why I love tapping. So now please tell us a little bit more about what tapping is. Of course. So as we're sharing, stress isn't something that's just in our brain. It's a very physical experience and it's helpful to understand why. And it links back to why tapping is powerful. When we have a thought that's stressful, we go into what's called the fight or flight response. It's really fight, flight, or freeze. And this is a very helpful response if we are on a hike and we suddenly see a rattlesnake. And in that moment, we have to have that adrenaline, that overproduction of cortisol. Our blood starts leaving our brains and our digestive systems to go to our extremities so that we can run faster and we can take action. So when we're feeling stress, we're having a very physical response to that stress, which has been designed to keep us safe. The challenge is we read the news about the coronavirus and you can't run away from a virus and you can't fight it. So we're having a physical reaction that isn't helping us survive the problem. What happens is because that amygdala is firing off, it's very hard to use your prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that is about logic and problem solving. And a lot of us have been in that position where we feel so overwhelmed and then we sit in front of our computer to work and it's like we can't even see straight. And it's hard to prioritize. It's hard to know what to do because our brain literally is just not functioning in a way to support us because we're having this response. 
Now, what happens is you're having a thought and you're having this physical response. And so what we're doing with tapping is we're starting with the body and you start to tap with your fingers, these acupressure points while you're thinking the thought. So this isn't about trying to jump to a positive thought. It's about really sitting and being aware of what is the thought that's creating the most anxiety in my body. You think that thought and then you tap on these acupressure points. A lot of us use these acupressure points without even realizing. You see people who are stressed who grab the bridge of their nose. They put their hands in their face in their hands or they put their hand over their chest. What we're doing here is we're getting clear on that thought and then we're stimulating the points. I like to think about it as this beautiful combination of ancient Chinese acupressure points and modern psychology in the sense that as we're tapping on these points, we're really saying how we feel and bringing in some acceptance because we're realizing now that whatever you fight, whatever you resist persists. So a lot of us have this battle and especially us overthinkers and people who, you know, I like to hold myself to a higher standard. And for so long in my life, every time I would feel disappointed or triggered by someone, I loop back to, I can't believe this person still bothers you. You shouldn't be angry. You shouldn't be upset. You shouldn't be having a hard time. I was so good at shooting myself that there was no room for my feelings that it just always felt like an internal war between how I felt and how I felt like I should feel. Tapping is so powerful because it gives you the safe place to relax your body and to accept where you are. And once you do that, once you have this acceptance and you're stimulating these points, you get to the point where you can think that thought, but you don't have the same tension and anxiety in your body. And that's when you have control to start thinking something more positive. It's like we have to weed before we plant the seeds. If I told you right now, if you're struggling right now with finances, with uncertainty around your career because of everything that's going on, and I just say to you, don't worry, it's going to work out. It's going to be really hard for that to land. But if I mm-hmm. said to you, you know what, let's just take a moment and talk and honor just how hard this is. Once you do that and you're relaxing your body, it's easier to see things differently. Does that make sense? Totally. It totally makes sense. And I think that's one of the things that's so frustrating when people feel stressed. When someone says, it's okay, just take a deep breath, calm down because it negates the feeling that's actually there. And, and for yeah. me, when I have anxiety, and I went through a period last spring, about a year ago, where I was put on, my audience knows this, some methylated B vitamins that messed up my brain somehow, gave me panic attacks every day for three weeks. And then of course I got sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in, when I was in it and people would say, oh, just calm down, it's okay. It was like, I wanted to punch him in the face. Cause I don't like, think in the history, <laughs> yeah. I don't think in human history has ever, has anyone ever said to someone, just calm down. And it worked. And that person was able to just calm down. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I, I love that we have a tool to use. And could you talk a little bit about what acupressure points are and how they work? Yeah. So we have acupressure points all over our body. A lot of people are using acupuncture, which is amazing. Um, what we found is that we have these nine meridian endpoints that are one easy to access yourself um, and have been found to be incredibly powerful. They're kind of the nine strongest points. And so just by learning these nine points, 
no matter what you're addressing, you can find relief. When this first started in the 1980s, depending on what you were struggling with, you would tap on different acupressure points. But then someone came along called Gary Craig, who simplified it into these nine points. And, you know, the other thing I want to mention, too, is some people wonder, well, has there been any research around this? And it's been so exciting in the last five years, because when we started the documentary, we didn't have the language to explain what was happening because there wasn't research the same way that sometimes we lag in research around acupuncture or going to the chiropractor and things like that. It's like, there's things that a lot of people have benefited from, but it just takes some time to get that research. We've had a lot of great research in the last five years, a lot of universities that are becoming incredibly interested in this. And now what we're understanding is that tapping on these acupressure points impacts the brain. Mm -hmm. So for example, there is a, one of my favorite studies is there's a woman, Dr. Petta Stapleton in Bond University in Australia, who uses tapping for cravings. Uh, mm. I wrote a book about weight loss and, and body confidence. And as I was writing this book, the study came out, which was so exciting. And one of the things they did is scans of the brain showing food because food is not just food, it's emotion. If we, we have relationships with the food and if you're someone who really struggles with cravings, it's a very physical response that you're mm -hmm. having when you see that photo of that chocolate cake. Well, they took scans of the brain before and after tapping, looking at that same photo and seeing that the same parts of the brain aren't lighting up when you're looking at that cake because you're more relaxed. Mm. And we notice this sometimes how, for example, right now with this isolation, so many people are saying, I just keep going to the fridge. I'm overeating. Mm -hmm. And there's all these mm -hmm. jokes about how we're all going to look after quarantine. It's because our relationship with food is very emotional. And when we're under stress, that's often the only way we can relieve stress. Absolutely. But if you start with the stress and you don't have that anxiety, well, that food isn't as tempting. So there's Interesting studies like that. There's also been studies that show that tapping helps reduce cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone. And a lot more has to be done when it comes to research. But what's so great is we have a lot of universities coming to us, especially now that we have the app, which we can talk about in a little bit. But we, we're getting such great data that it's starting to turn a lot of heads. And I feel like we're going to get even more research in the next few years and have a, have a better understanding of exactly why it works. Absolutely. Well, and it works. <laughs> yeah. Even if we don't understand, Just, like I know some people really love to like know the nitty gritty and really get it, but it, it's like, it works. So <laughs> it is. And, and there's been enough research that it's been approved by the VA, which is oh. incredible. Wow. 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 So I think it would be awesome if we could take people through an exercise, um, they could experience it and then maybe we can talk a little bit more about actually what happened. Can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'd love to focus on just the weight of the world, if that yes. makes sense, because I feel like, I mean, I feel that I have to tap on this daily. It's just, you read the news, you hear, you know, my friend down the street has coronavirus. I have a friend who, whose mom is in the hospital. Like mm. the news can be so overwhelming. And like you said before, so many people are empaths and maybe they're going through their own struggle. So many people are being laid off. And I want to share just one more, one more thing about the way our brain works yeah, when it yeah, comes to stress. Do. Because I think when we understand these things, we can have more self-compassion. If you are out 
in the woods and you're looking at a beautiful field of flowers and all of a sudden with the corner of your eye, you notice a bear. What are you going to focus on? The beautiful flowers or the bear? You're going to focus on the bear. You're going to focus on danger because your brain is wired to protect you. So here we are at home and we get frustrated with ourselves because we can't stop thinking about what's happening in the world and we can't stop checking the news. That is simply because we are wired to do that. The challenge is we're having, like I mentioned before, a physical response of not feeling safe, but we're home and we're safe. And most of us who are listening right now and right here, our life is not in danger, even though we might have that physical response. Because we're wired to be like this during this time more than ever, we need to make a self-commitment to self-soothe and find ways to remind ourselves that we are safe. And that's where tapping comes into play. So our goal here is not perfection. It's not to suddenly make life easy because right now for many people, life is not easy, but we can find more ease. And if our intention is simply to find more ease, then as we face the things that feel difficult, we can face them with more energy and a sense of being grounded and centered and able to really use our whole mind to benefit us moving forward. So I wanted to say that because, you know, just earlier today, I had someone write to me on Instagram saying I was having a panic attack. I opened the app, I started tapping and I got down to a six from zero to to 10 anxiety, full-blown panic attack to, to putting it down to a six. She's like, I'm Progress. now able to work. Yeah. yeah, And I think we really have to honor that because if we're searching for just never having a moment of feeling uncomfortable during these times, we're always going to feel disappointed. And I just think we want to just set an expectation to ourselves of like, hey, it's okay to have all of these feelings and sometimes feel overwhelmed and sometimes feel okay. The, our goal is to try to feel okay even more and just try to find some ease. I love that you said that because I do think there's a lot of pressure, especially if you follow a lot of personal development, Instagram influencer, motivational people, you can kind of feel pressure to just be positive and to see this as, you know, this reset. And I'm just seeing a lot of great uplifting motivational stuff out there. But I think that sometimes, well, I'm hearing from some of my listeners that sometimes they feel shame that they're not feeling like this is a good thing, that they're really in a lot of fear. And what I love about tapping is it meets you where you are. And the goal isn't to fix you or heal you because you're not broken, but it's really about working with your body and your nervous system. For me, tapping really creates a feeling of safety. That's how I really notice the shift. And it gives me a sense of quote unquote control (laughs) during times when I feel rather out of control. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's kind of the irony in life. The moment we stop putting so much pressure on ourselves to be a certain way, the easier it is to be that way. You know, the easier it is to have those moments of peace when we don't have that pressure. So this is also something that's coming from my own personal life experience of being very good at being hard on myself. And it's been kind of a a lifelong mission for me to create more ease. Mm, I love it. So with that, let's have an experience. Let's just start with checking in with how you feel. So when you think about kind of the weight of the world, notice how anxious you feel and notice where the anxiety shows up in your body. Maybe it's kind of pressure in your stomach or pressure in your chest. For me, I tend to feel it in my chest. Mm -hmm. It could be your shoulders or your jaw. Notice the tension and on a scale of zero to 10, measure 
the tension, zero to 10, 10 being intense, zero not being a lot, give it a number. So very easy. I'll talk you through the points. The first point is the side of the hand. It doesn't matter what side of the hand you tap on. It's underneath the pinky. It's also called the karate chop point. And for your show notes, I'll also give you a little image that people can see. The next point is the eyebrow point. So I'm using two fingers and I'm tapping where the hair of my eyebrow begins right on the bone. And then follow your eyebrow until you find yourself on the side of the eye. So it's not back where the temple is. It's really still on the bone. And for those who are listening, I hope that you are tapping along with us. We're going to now move to underneath the eye, again on the bone. Then we have underneath the nose between the upper lip and the nose. We have underneath the mouth, which is the crease between the lip and the mouth. And then we have the collarbone point, which is between your collarbones. If you can use your whole hand and tap on your chest and you'll stimulate the point. If you want to know exactly where it is, if you feel the U-shaped bone underneath your throat and you go down an inch and over an inch in either direction, you're going to hit it. And then we have underneath your arm, which is a hand width from your armpit. And then the last point is right at the top of the head where a lot of meridians meet. And those are the nine points. This is a very forgiving process. So if you're worried you're not getting the point exactly, don't worry about it. Just allow yourself to have an experience. So as we tap, I'll let you know what point to tap on. Yeah, don't worry, everybody. She's going to remind you. You didn't have to memorize that. You don't have to memorize remind you as as you tap. So don't have anxiety about tapping. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Don't stress about the tapping. And we always start with the setup statement with tapping, which is even though, and you state the anxiety, it's an affirmation. So even though I have this anxiety, I accept how I feel or I honor how I feel. It's just a moment that sets you up for the process of just saying, this is where I am. I'm accepting where I am so that you can have an honest conversation with yourself. So with that, if you still have your number, the intensity of that anxiety, we're going to take another deep breath in now and get ready for the process by tapping on the side of the hand. So Christine, if you want to repeat after me, Oh, sure. I I had myself on mute, so I wasn't. (laughs) No, that's how you repeat after me and everyone who's listening. You can either also repeat out loud or in your own mind. Okay. I will will be your, I will be your student. You'll be my echo. Okay, perfect. So side of the hand, even though I feel the weight of the world, even though I feel the weight of the world and all this anxiety in my body and all this anxiety in my body, I honor how I feel. I honor how I feel. And I give my body permission to relax. And I give my body permission to relax. Even though life feels overwhelming. Even though life feels overwhelming. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much uncertainty. I honor how hard this has been. I honor how hard this has been. And I allow my body to relax. And I allow my body to relax. Even though life feels overwhelming. Even though life feels overwhelming. And I'm holding this anxiety in my body. And I'm holding this anxiety in my body. It's safe to relax. It's safe to relax. So tapping on the eyebrow point, we're going to just begin to give a voice to how we're feeling. The weight of the world. The weight of the world. Side of the eye. So much uncertainty. So much uncertainty. Under the eye. So much feels out of my control. So much feels out of my control under the nose. And I feel this anxiety in my body. And I feel this anxiety in my body. 
under the mouth, all of this overwhelm, all of this overwhelm, collarbone. I feel so deeply. I feel so deeply. Top of the, under the arm and my heart is breaking and my heart is breaking. Top of the head as so many people are suffering. As so many people are suffering. Eyebrow and I'm struggling too. And I'm struggling too. Side of the eye. I honor how hard this has been. I honor how hard this has been. Under the eye, the world feels like it's upside down. The world feels like it's upside down. Under the nose, so much has changed. So much has changed. Under the mouth, and it's hard to keep up. And it's hard to keep up. Collarbone, I honor how hard this has been. I honor how hard this has been. Under the arm, part of me still has hope. Part of me still has hope. Top of the head, and another part of me feels scared. And another part of me feels scared. Eyebrow, and there's room for all these parts of me. And there's room for all these parts of me. Side of the eye, part of me feels okay. Part of me feels okay. Under the eye, and part of me feels overwhelmed. And part of me feels overwhelmed. Under the nose, and there is room for all these parts of me. And there is room for all these parts of me. Under the mouth, I honor my own experience. I honor my own experience. Collarbone, right now and right here. Right now and right here. I am safe. I am safe. Under the arm, right now and right here. Right now and right here. I give my body permission to relax. I give my body permission to relax. Top of the head, right now and right here. Right now and right here. My mind can take a break. My mind can take a break. Eyebrow, it's okay to feel okay. It's okay to feel okay. Side of the eye, and it's okay to have a hard time. And it's okay to have a hard time. Under the eye, I release all of this pressure. I release all of this pressure. Under the nose, and I allow my body to relax. And I allow my body to relax. Under the mouth, feeling centered in my body. Feeling centered in my body. Collarbone, breathing deeply. Breathing deeply. Under the arm, being centered in this moment. Being centered in this moment. Top of the head, I am safe. I am safe. Eyebrow, even before anything changes. Even before anything changes. Side of the eye, I can experience relief. I can experience relief. Under the eye, even before I have all of the answers. Even before I have all the answers. Under the nose, I allow my body to relax. I allow my body to relax. Under the mouth, I am safe. I am safe. Collarbone, I am centered and strong. I am centered and strong. Top of, under the arm, I am moving through this. I am moving through this. Top of the head, relaxing my body more Relax and more. Relaxing my body more and more. Okay, take a nice deep breath in and exhale. And as you exhale, I sometimes like to just move my shoulders and just notice how your body feels. As you continue to breathe deeply, notice if you're able to take in more oxygen than before. Mm -hmm. And then check in with that anxiety. Think about the number it was before. Notice if you had any shifts. And sometimes when we tap, we also have the opportunity as we calm our nervous system to have these aha moments. 
maybe our, our minds were wandering and we thought, you know, this is how I want to look at things, or this is how I want to take care of myself. It's, it's really beautiful to let your mind wander as you have these experiences, because when you're more relaxed, your mind tends to wander towards all the ways that you can better support yourself. Mm, I love that. I noticed a decrease in my number. I, I came in, I, I did two hours of meditation this morning and had a workout and had a great call with a friend. So I came in pretty, pretty, good. pretty, pretty good. So well, you I, that when you don't have a baby sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, I needed, I'm loving doing Sony podcast interviews. Cause I go, okay, great. I'm going to get to tap. Yeah, um, I, yeah. you know, I did that tapping mostly too, because like I said earlier, I, I feel think so deeply. And I know you do too. And Absolutely. I got a few phone calls. I've been getting a lot of phone calls asking, you know, my friends reaching out for support and I love supporting them and always knowing that so many of us can take on this pain and also a pressure to fix it. And we have to make sure that we're not forgetting about ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, even with everything I did this morning, I felt still felt just a tension in my chest. Yesterday I just felt very, very sad. Just just mm-hmm. sadness for just everything. And the day before that I felt really inspired and hopeful. So it's it it just shifts every day and sometimes every moment. But I noticed that it, that tense and tension in my chest and sort of that revved up feeling that often comes with anxiety it was probably like a six and now it's more like a two, three. So I noticed an immediate shift, which is awesome. I love that. Wonderful. And, you know, I'd love to mention, because I've been getting so much feedback about this specifically, so I feel like a lot of uh, people are struggling with panic attacks um, and with this very physical. The thing about a panic attack is that they can come out of nowhere and they're very physical experiences. So, for example, I have a friend who is a nurse at Yale Her husband got the coronavirus, then she got it, then her daughter got it. Luckily, her daughter didn't, was tested positive, but didn't have any symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was, you know, dealing with this knowledge at home and also receiving all the emails from Yale Hospital about what they're doing and people reaching out to her. And she woke up at two o'clock in the morning, just out of nowhere, she said that she just jumped out of bed and noticed that her teeth were, were chattering and she for the first time ever was having this really physical, this panic attack. And she grabbed our app and she just opened it. And we have a free Mm -hmm. tapping meditation about panic attacks. And she went straight there at two o'clock in the morning and then started to tap on these acupressure points. Mm. Even if you don't um, have time to do something like a full process, just even tapping on your collarbone point and breathing, like these acupressure points, even by themselves, when you have anxiety and when you're in the middle of it are so powerful. Even if you don't, even if you worry that you don't have the right words, there's a lot of power in just stimulating these points and getting back into your body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think too, it's important to remember um, that even in these times, if you are afraid of getting the virus or if you have the virus, like just remember a lot of people have recovered. Like most yeah. people have been well, and that's not dismissing at all the number of people who have transitioned or lost their lives. But if we focus on all of only that, like only that side of it, then that just breeds more and more and more fear. So yeah, it's important to focus on the people that have gotten well as well. And to and to share that happy story, my friend is 
is great. She's now, um, they're doing another test to make sure that she doesn't have it anymore. And they're just going right back to work being a nurse. She's an absolute hero. Uh, but her and her family, uh, got through it. It was like a tough two weeks, but she actually, even though she had it, didn't have any symptoms except she lost, uh, the ability to smell and the ability to taste. That was the only indication uh, that she had it. And her husband was the same. And they have two little kids and they joked that the, the four-year-old was getting mad at them because they couldn't tell when the baby had, had pooed her diaper and was stinking <laughs> up the room. And that's when she goes, hmm, that's weird that I can't smell these dirty diapers. And uh, so some of the symptoms can be, you know, incredibly mild, which is why it's also important for all of us to stay home because there's a lot of people who have it and have no symptoms. Um, so it's helpful to, to not spread it in that way because none of us really know. But to your point, uh, they don't, those don't make the headlines. You know, yeah. my, my friend having a family who's fully recovered and doing great isn't a headline. So it is important to remember those stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking us through. So what was happening inside of our brain and our body as we were doing that? I know you kind of talked about it in the beginning, but now that people have had the experience, I'd love just to circle back because sometimes our analytical mind helps helps us commit yeah. to these things. Absolutely. So, you know, we started by focusing on on where we were, the overwhelm, the uncertainty that we have and the fear. And all of those thoughts are things that are already, are already there. A lot of people who love the power of positive thinking and the law of attraction, which I completely subscribe to, kind of struggle with this at first because they say, well, aren't I anchoring it in or aren't I by saying it, does it make it stronger? No, we're actually giving a voice to the thoughts that were already there. We're just honoring it. And so what you're doing is you're having that thought uh, and sometimes consciously or unconsciously, you're, you're having that thought and your body's having that physical reaction of not feeling safe. And as we're in the moment and we're tapping on these acupressure points while we're thinking about that overwhelm, we're sending this calming signal. So the body begins to relax within that negative thought. Mm -hmm. And when our body can feel relaxed within these negative thoughts, those thoughts don't have as much power. And so when we feel a little bit more relaxed, we can then move to something more positive. Again, tapping is just sending a calming signal to the brain. So if it's a negative thought and you have a calming signal, it weakens the power of that thought. If you have a positive thought and you're sending a, a positive signal, it kind of deepens, you can sink into that feeling because it aligns with what you're feeling in your body. Absolutely. So when you're, when you're tapping on your own, it's always great to start with where you are and then to move to something more empowering only when it feels right. If there's a part of your brain that says, yeah, but I don't really believe that. That's an invitation to really, to stay a little longer with where you are honoring that before moving on. So a lot of people tap on their own. And then we also have tapping meditations that we have in our app. And what's been really exciting about the app and the way that these tapping meditations are created is that the same way that together we measured the before and after, you also do that in the app. We did that just because that's a common thing to do with tapping. What we didn't quite fully grasp when we started all of this is the incredible amount of data that we'd be able to get because people are documenting uh, you know, how they're feeling. And we have like a, a whole section around coronavirus anxiety. And so far it has over 37,000 plays and we're seeing a decrease between 45 and 50% of anxiety in 10 minutes. 
Wow. That's incredible. Tell people, because I know that some people are thinking, I wouldn't know what to say. Like she knew exactly what to say and how to move it through. I don't think I could do this myself. Well, you don't have to, you can use the app. So will you share where they can get the app and the, the special offer you have for going for people now? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find the app in the app store. Just look up the tapping solution and uh, it's a free download and we have a lot of free tapping meditation. So again, we have a whole section around coronavirus, anxiety, trouble sleeping because of the anxiety. All of those things are unlocked and free. And then we have a monthly subscription that unlocks around almost 200 tapping meditations. You know, everything from focusing on cravings or financial stress. Some people wonder like, how can you use tapping for so many things? You use tapping for stress and we feel Mm -hmm. stress in almost every aspect of our lives. Stress can have an impact. Uh, And so, yeah, it's, it's all free. And right now, actually these tapping meditations are free around the coronavirus. The app is free. And if you are a healthcare provider or a first responder, we're unlocking the whole library. We're giving free memberships for six months. We've had almost 3,000 healthcare providers who are in the front lines uh, unlocking these and, and using them on their break. So it's been kind of really mm. rewarding and, and kind of beautiful to see their feedback. So if you work in healthcare and you're impacted by what's going on right now, reach out and we'd love to give you a free membership. I love that. That's so awesome. Thank you so, so much for that. Um, and I'll link all that up in the show notes for sure, everybody. So you can check it all out there. And where can people connect more with you and follow you? Yeah, thank you. You can connect with me on Instagram at Jessica Ortner or Facebook. Been doing a lot of Facebook live tapping lately. Also Jessica mm. Ortner. And our website is thetappingsolution.com. You'll notice two other gentlemen there because I work with my two older brothers. It's truly a family business. So thetappingsolution.com. I love it. Jess, thank you so, so much for taking us through that exercise. Thank you for the work that you do and providing us with a a real tool that we can use during this time when, you know, having a tool for our stress and our anxiety and just all the thoughts that are going on, having an actual experiential tool is so, so useful. So thank you. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. I'm such a big fan of your work. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. 